0: Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do spirit-led sermons from the divine, impromptu. And sometimes I share music. Sometimes I do a combination. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to do, I am obedient. He leads my life, and uh, I was worshiping him through my own Music that I've created in the last few years—some of them were as old as uh, college years, back in like two thousand seven, six, somewhere around there. So, and some of them were recent songs in the last couple years. And uh, I get this nudge, like in my spirit, right in my soul area, like right deep in my gut, when I am praising Him. It's such. It's such a beautiful gift that He's given me to spend time worshiping Him, but it also brings healing to my own mind as I speak and sing. The melodies bring healing to my ears. The lyrics that He gifted me, that He wrote through my hands, through the Holy Spirit's supernatural ways, brings healing, it reframes my mind. And if anyone is listening to it, uh, once once we start mass producing it and getting the word out, it's coming very soon. It's going to be some of the songs are going to be sung, I'm believing, all over the earth, at every major and minor church. Anyone that's interested in it, uh, no matter what their budget allows similar to sliding scale therapies. It was, a, it was an idea that the Holy Spirit gave me because He gifted me the music. So if it can bring healing to the mind of others, what a powerful thing. No one can take from me. No one can take it away. Sure, they can take the idea and steal it and, and block me from copyrights, which they've done in the last three years of this contest I've been a part of. But I married the best man in the world that was sent to me from the Holy Spirit and he and his buddies are the most fierce trained warriors that protect all the presidents of the United States of America and uh, my husband on team Trump he would never tell you that and if you ever met him he'd deny it to your face because he's a humble man but I I haven't been able to speak to my own husband for almost a year and a half because of the ridiculousness and the division in our nation. And I believe the Holy Spirit desires for me to help be a part of the change, to bring unity, love, and to make the United States united again and not divided. As I was singing my uh, last one, I was uh, singing and praising him. It was... uh, my song called "Healer" that I had written in 2021, and uh, <clears throat> he said the the topic for this one. You ready for it? I said, "Yes, Lord, I am ready." So this one, this this sermon is is called "Sibling Love and Forgiveness," and. Uh, so the first first things first, if you are listening to this show, the purpose of this show is to bring another tool in your tool belt for mental health to help empower you to find happiness from within so you don't give up today, tomorrow, not ever. If you struggle with depression or depressed state, you're going through a tough season, this show is for you. If you know anybody that's going through a tough season, this show is for you. And if you have a sibling... This, this episode is particularly for you, especially if you've ever had an argument with a sibling or if you have children that are siblings to each other and you are the mediator and you are exhausted from mediating their arguments. Um, and if you are um, non-English speaking but you're learning English, sibling is like a brother or a sister. Okay? And we can actually have brothers and sisters in Christ that are not blood-related but because of the body of Christ, when Christ died and rose again on the third day, he, uh, w- we, what we believe in our faith system, is that he is the Son of God. He was, he was impregnated into um, his mother Mary through the Holy Spirit, and everything about his life was unheard of. When he died, he rose again, and he was able to inhabit the earth for a while and he will come back in the scriptures we believe in the whole Bible, the Old and the New Testament and he, when he died and he rose again, he allowed for everybody to connect directly to the source, to have eternal life and to not have to be in the bloodline right you could be adopted into the kingdom uh, the Holy Spirit told me to get my Bible ready because he's going to give me bunch of verses so the first one he just gave to me oh i'm so excited the more that i'm trusting in the holy spirit leading my life the more he just like sends me stuff i um i struggled with my learning growing up because i had chronic abuse it was all kinds and uh for four years, from three years old to uh, to seven, I have some memories when I was nine. Um, but the most, the majority of the real pain was from from three to seven. And uh, I'm just looking at my Bible for the page number here. You don't have to have the whole Bible memorized to be able to make an impact on others' lives and to spread more love around the world. Um okay, so he's wanting me to go to Second Timothy two five. Oh wow, it's underlined. Okay. So Second Timothy two, five, it's in the New Testament. It's after First Timothy. It's uh it's got a little two in front. That's how we that's how I pronounce it. I don't know. Some churches might pronounce it Timothy two, Timothy one, I don't know. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. You want me to keep reading, Father? He says yes. The hard working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead descended from David. I am actually in the bloodline of King David. So Jesus Christ descended from him after David was on the earth. So that's freaking cool. Uh sorry, that was I digress. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained, therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us if we are faithless he will remain faithful for he cannot disown himself keep reading father okay so he wants me to go back to verse 5 similarly I'll read it again if anyone competes as an athlete he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules so uh I've been in this contest for three years. This October will be three full years that I um, entered the contest officially. Actually, it was November because it was um, Veterans Day, but um, they signed a contract to steal from me for three years, to block me from making money for three years in America, to damage my reputation for three years, to tell lies about me for three years. To Every single association, they would hack into my phone Illegally committing espionage. And uh, it was supposed to be an honest, fair fight. Fair, excuse me, contest. What is the prize? Why would I allow them to do that for three years? Well, can't really control what powerful rich people do that own the technologies that I'm speaking to you through. I can report crimes that's all I can do. I can report and I can tell the news media, but that's all I can do. It's up to people that are in the justice system to do something about it, right? And it's hard to do that when they hack in and then they erase the reports that I've submitted to the FBI. It's hard to do that when they're telling everybody that I'm mentally insane and suicidal and don't listen to her. She's crazy, right? When, you, when you're dealing with big contests where lots of money is at stake uh, you're competing not only against other people you're competing against entire political, military darkness, evil, all kinds of things and uh, people want to win, right? in, in America we are extremely competitive Other nations, I imagine, are also extremely (coughs) competitive. and um, It's not fun to compete if it's not a fair competition. I do not enter contests if I don't think that it's going to be fair for me to win. Because I only compete in things where I know I'm going to win. Or I have a different orientation towards it. Like um, I had auditioned for fun for a variety of the TV shows for singing contests. Because I wanted the experience. But I had a greater perspective that there are a ton of amazing musicians. So I did it once. I didn't need to keep doing it. I had won the, the third, I think, season of American Idol and it was a terrible experience they've since I imagine changed their practices because a lot of people felt like we were all used as slaves for their commercial and they didn't give us any feedback and it wasn't a positive experience America's Got Talent positive super fun they asked us permission to film us for a commercial they didn't force us to learn a song for four and a half hours and then allow us to audition right you can't use humans as slaves and think that they're not going to talk bad about your show. So I didn't compete in those contests to get on television. I wasn't wasn't going to be upset if I got on television, but there were so many people that competed that I wasn't upset if I wasn't selected because they already had in mind certain personalities and whatnot. And so what did I do? Well, I created my own experience for concerts and all of those tv shows sent their finalists to us when we launched air nicole ministries in 2021 i created a new platform to honor veterans and first responders to bring them together to help when there were no concerts going on at all because of the pandemic shutdown and i didn't have the money to reserve spaces in person so i used whatever i had available and got keynote speakers from a variety of industries. The military alone pays $54 million. This was pre, this was according to Wikipedia, so take it or leave it. This was the statistics I found, and I made a post about it on social media. They paid the NFL $54 million every year to say nice things about the military at their games. I had an, a former NFL player was one of our keynote speakers. He showed up for our concerts to speak and tell his truth and tell a story and encourage people to not give up. That was just one of the 11 concerts I hosted, executed for free. I didn't take a penny. I didn't do it for the money. I did it because I was obedient because the Lord told me to do it. And people started hacking in, trying to copy my ideas. And when... They, uh, I didn't care if they would copy it. Just give credit where credit is due. If you're going to steal from people that are poor and you can't think of your own ideas, right? The only reason why I was poor is because rich people forced me into homelessness during the pandemic. They didn't follow the laws and I didn't complain about it. I was frustrated, but I didn't complain about it. I said, all right, well, I can't do anything about it. What can I do? All right, Lord, I'm alive. I should be grateful. I'm alive. They tried to steal all of my intellectual properties and po- force me into fear. The the group that abduct children and sexualize them, they're the richest, nastiest people in the world. They targeted me. And they paid the presidential security team to do it, to have it handled. So they had to make it look so believable. I received protections from all, all of them. But half of them were bought out because many of these nasty pedophiles they pay they pay a lot of money or they'll threaten your family they're evil they're pure evil and they have lots of money and in the last 3 years a lot of people that used to be in the circle aren't in the circle anymore because when you compete to win versus competing to do the right thing you learn that a lot of people don't really have strong values And my husband trained me that way. He said, everybody's got a price. Anybody can lose their loyalty to a nation or to anybody. You can't trust nobody. And who was my husband? Well, my husband was the guy that protected me, that did the most work, that I spent the most time with, that was the best trained assassin for President Trump. And they tried to cover up the fact that they worked together. Biden's team worked on purpose, they sent me, tricking me to think I was getting protections when really they were trying to use me as a spy and get information off of President Trump. For what? Because it's all a bunch of dudes. <laughs> Nothing's new in life. They, they had too much power, and they don't want to lose their power. But Trump is for the people. He is for the middle class people that are working hard, and there's these nasty rich people that are abducting kids and they're sexualizing them, they're selling their organs off to the rich elite, and they're drink they're having little blood drinking parties to stay looking younger because it's apparently good for the skin to drink human blood. Now that's called cannibalism and it's extremely evil and you're gonna go to hell for doing that. <laughs> Straight up. And In the end times, it does say that brothers and sisters will be against each other in the end times. And um, I know in Revelations somewhere, I think 17 or something. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Keep on talking. Um, These evil people tried their best to get me to be fighting against my sibling after they already had attacked my sibling years before. They used... His gifts, they used his uh, creative intelligences, making him think that they were friends of his, and then they blacklisted him. That's evil, dark people in the music industry. And, uh, let's see, 17... Okay, Revelation 17.3, I'm not sure if this is it, but this is what the Lord wants me to read right now. 3-7, Revelation. The last book of the Bible, New Testament. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a desert. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. This title was written on her forehead, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes, and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. So she was apparently drinking the blood. Wow, he just sent me right to scripture. Wow. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. You want me to keep reading, Father? He says, nope, that's it for now. Okay. So, there's many references of uh, the satanic drinking of blood of humans. Or animals too, defiling animals, the things we're not supposed to do. And uh, that wasn't quite the scripture I was thinking of for um, brothers and sisters against each other in the end times. But we are definitely in the end times. Nobody knows when the last days are before Jesus comes back and uh, the final rapture occurs. But I will tell you this, if you choose love, even... If it doesn't make sense. Choose to love your siblings, even if you're in an argument with them. These people were so evil and conniving. They what they do, this Illuminati group, this is evil. They have many names, but at the Illuminati is the top level, the top richest of the rich. They tried to get me to join their cult many times. What they do is they will hack into your device. They will mess with your technologies. They will send messages personifying, pretending to be you, through your device remotely. It is multiple felonies. Many military people do it. Overseas military people, our nation in America, because they get paid to use their power and influence. And so the Holy Spirit reveals names to me. Celebrities are in this. I mean, it's all kinds of people. We all know about the Epstein scandal. Ain't nobody going to forget that. And I just watched this. Um, oh my gosh, this guy's hilarious. Gervais, is his last name? What is this? Ricky Gervais. He was the host of some, some you know, celebrity award thing. And it was—he said, this is, the, "This is the end times. This is the 2021." I just watched it. Um, one of my community members shared it with me. He was—he was outing many of them through his jokes. He was like, "Well, this is the last one. We're all going to die anyway, so might as well just share the truth." And he was telling jokes, but it was all very. I mean, if you look back in time, you're like, holy crap, he was, t- he was calling them all out. Because many of the elite, the rich, the famous, they're involved in this. The nastiness of being pedophiles. And it's it's sick. It's sickening. It's it's like there's there were so many alarms going off on the phone right of children being abducted to where it was almost like when in the 90s if you remember car alarms were a new popular thing and at first we were all like in panic mode all the time because the car alarm oh my gosh someone's breaking in but then it was like nope like you know it's too cold out or somebody hit the car on accident it's not actually somebody breaking in right and then it's like false alarm and then you stopped hearing it you stopped noticing the alarm going off or you just turned it off altogether. that's What we cannot do about child abductions, we cannot allow it to just gloss over us and not be a big deal and not care about kids. That's our job as adults. We are, in many states in the United States, we are mandated reporters. If you work with children in the school system, if you work in the church and you are around kids, you are a mandated reporter. Social workers, mandated reporters. Work in hospital settings, mandated reporters. Even in the grocery store, when I worked in the grocery store in college, Um, I used to work in the little coffee shop thing when I first first started, but it was a little bit too many things going on at once for me. Um, My freshman year in college, my grandma was dying and stuff, and it was just too much for me. But I had my training in the store, did like orientation training and whatnot, and then I ended up moving out to the uh, gas station, the fuel center. But what they trained us on was Code Adam. If you have a code Adam in a grocery store, that means that the, there is a kid that is missing. The parent or whoever is their you know guardian at that time, they report their kid is missing. So we as a grocery store, we knew code Adam means everybody start paying attention. Look down the aisles. Look for a missing kid. You bring the kid to the front. That, is the, that was the protocol. You bring the kid to the front to the customer service desk. You don't leave that kid until you see and you confirm that that is their adult with them. And you look at the kid, right? Because the kid... We'll be honest with you, say, do you know this person? Because many adults are weirdos, they're creepy. We know this from the sound freedom movie. We know this from the Stranger Danger in the nineties right why, why Why do we all that are that were born eighties kids or seventies kids? why do we all know about the creepy white van? Because there was movies made about it, right all the people that are profiting off the abducting of children, made money telling stories about it in the movie industry. And they're doing it. They're making money on all angles. And that is why enough is enough. The military, they, they had enough. Military families, mm-mm, they ain't about that life. Good, true patriots are not pedophiles. They're not accepting of that. It is against... Moral codes, ethics, laws. Just because you're rich don't mean you can break rules. And uh, if you're in argument with your siblings, get over it. Ask for forgiveness. Give them forgiveness. We need to be intact. Family units need to be intact. Love covers over all wrongs, no matter what your sibling might have done to you. Or you might have done to them. My uh, my oldest sibling was my abuser, and I share this. This is a part of my truth. I've forgiven him. I've forgiven him fully. Now I can't always spend all my time with him because um, personality clashes and distance and whatnot. But I've seen him grow. I've seen him heal. I've seen him mature. I've seen him have an apologetic spirit, and he loves Jesus, and he asked Jesus into his heart. Now, he had some sicknesses, I believe, some mental illness, and maybe even some demonic spirits when we were all younger. He needed his dad. Somebody introduced sex to him at a very young age and introduced violence to him at a very young age. The violence part, definitely my dad and being around a bunch of men in our neighborhood and whatnot, that's how men de-stress. That's how boys de-stress is through physical fights. That's what the white paper research says. They go outside and they handle business, right? That's what we desire. If we are in war times, we don't desire for men to be soft. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. We desire warriors, and there are plenty of women that are very warrior-like as well and we respect them and we're very grateful for them being veterans or first responders or just being you know protective general protective um, parents or grandparents and whatnot Uh, but the masculinity leans on the man that is that is the father designed us all in his image he designed men to be masculine warriors but it doesn't mean that you can't exhibit some traits of both Right, you, you might have a little bit more energy on the feminine side for certain attributes. You should be able to, if you're married, you have a partner to be able to be vulnerable with that person in private during your private time, right during your intimate time with your partner. I haven't been able to have that for almost a year and a half. I haven't been able to communicate at all with my partner, and I'm not the with my husband, I should say, not partner. We're partners in not crime is old saying but um where we were assigned he was my assigned protector security detail from biden's top security guy the president of the defunded blackwater group he came to him days before i met him and he asked him particularly because he had been presented an offer from this this woman that had volunteered to be a business coach of mine she slithered her way into my network, because there was 18,250 men and four other ladies involved in this, plans to destroy me, my life, my reputation, my businesses, and steal everything and then erase the history of me so somebody else could win a stupid contest. And um, all these people, just, just people in the story, right? The man that came to my house, He provided me 2 days security detail protections. He heard about my frustrations with my sibling because he and I had a heart-to-heart. And it wasn't anything personal about me being upset. It was the truth of my situation, of why I was stuck during the pandemic in another area. I went to three shelters. Excuse me, I called them. I went to a church and I called three shelters asking for a mediator to help me deal with a domestic situation with a sibling that was my landlord and was messing with my rent every month because they were fighting with their friend who was also our roommate. And I was stuck trying to be a peacekeeper, but also had zero stability because they controlled the situation and they didn't want me to reach out to our. Leaseholders, because there was some stuff that was going on that wasn't what it should have been, and uh, and then I was, I experienced something that I shouldn't have had to experience as an adult woman, that moved my whole life to help my sibling. My whole life, I changed addresses to help them transition to single parent life. And they were an a-hole to me the whole time I lived there. The whole time. There was maybe one or two moments of kindness because they were hurting in their divorce process and they refused to get the help they needed. They scheduled. They canceled. They were hurting. And that's what men do sometimes is they're mean when they're hurting instead of just getting the help that they need. And so I started this mission when our dad died. It was was a program for my patients in a hospital. I was gifted the best environment to heal and to grieve and to process the loss of our father. And after I left the hospital, the vision was shown to me clearly from the Holy Spirit. And he healed me of my own pains of depression after 18 years of struggling with it off and on through the years, through challenging seasons in life. He healed me completely, instantly. Like, there's been no retreating, no going back at all. Even when faced with death threats, even when faced with people hacking into my devices and my siblings' device and sending messages on purpose causing division so that I would have to move out. So that, yes, there was real friction, but they made it worse on purpose because they were spying in, hacking in, committing espionage, which is a felony, multiple felonies, messing with my stuff because they had already blacklisted him in 2011. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me a few months ago that they're going to repay. They're going to repay my sibling for all the damages they caused, forcing the career path change, and potentially also negatively impacting his marriage. Yeah. First ever chief spiritual, excuse me, chief medical musical officer is what his title will be. He can keep it for as long as he likes. He's going to get a big check from the Democratic Party. That's what the Lord said. Backdated ten million a year US dollars 120 million will be written in that meeting to my brother to my sibling of which encouraged me to get into social media encouraged me to share my music he was always the one that was encouraging me to share my music but when i moved across the nation to help i didn't know how bad it was for him how bad it got And all the evil people that forced my sibling to do things that no one should ever be allowed to encourage any other human to do. And I imagine they threatened him and filmed things. And then when they were done using him for all that he was worth to them. Then they forced him to get out of the industry, change career paths, and when his sister started sharing her mission the Lord assigned to me, edifying my sibling as families should do, which is a part of our faith system. And in America, we have the freedom to choose whatever religion we so choose. And there is not a family out there that would argue with me that sharing and edifying your family isn't a good thing. No one could argue that. They on purpose blacklisted me because they already had marked him. So then they hacked into my stuff. They waited until the appointed time and tried their best to destroy my reputation on perf- on, uh, online and in person tried to get me to suck a married veteran and former first responder's penis after paying him a million dollars, trying to get me to do things, inappropriate things, damaging my reputation after I launched Aaron Nicole Ministries for veterans and first responders and didn't keep any amount of money. The Lord assigned it to me And the Democratic Party did it on purpose because they were trying to cover up the truth that they all worked together because they used me as a spy without my permissions. And then they threatened a black female officer that was my friend, officer of the military. Yeah, she was my friend for seven years. They paid her a lot of money to ask me questions. Whatever questions she asked, I had to make shit up. Because I needed housing, because they forced me into homelessness after targeting me and marking me and receiving payment from the CCP of China. Yeah, you fucked up real bad. I'm loyal to my sibling, I'm loyal to my faith system. And the man that did the most work for me, yeah, he needs to be respected. You guys fucked up so bad. (laughs) But uh, we're 42, I think 42 days away from being reunited to my husband. The man that I married that you tried to cover up, you tried to kill us last year. Yeah, worst fucking mistake anybody could make. And uh, I'm saying the F word very effortlessly because it's the truth. And it needs to be emphasized how fucking ugly you took this contest. Every single time you fuck up, I'm pointing it out now. I'm going to court next, I think next week on the 15th. Everyone's welcome to show up. I'm going to have all of the uh, nonprofit organizations that represent the um, Jewish community there, since I am a descendant of King David. All of the news reporters From as many news report outlets that are willing to drive the distance to Clarksville, Tennessee, 9 a.m. is court time. Just look for me on the screen. Yeah, I was arrested for protecting children in America from child abuse. For reporting it to their mother, who then ignored me, and then she prostituted an active duty officer of the military for my job. W-2 employee. She never fired me. And then she got me falsely arrested saying I was harassing her when she owes me money. She fucked up. I can't wait to tell everything that that judge allows me to talk about in a court of law. Yeah, I'm not just going to talk about this lady that was my former employer that fucked up real bad. I'm going to talk about the Democratic Party. I'm going to lay out all, spill all the tea, because you continue to create fake media about President Trump after you all committed treason. So fix your fuck-ups. Yeah, fix it. Drop all the charges against Trump. You lost. You lost the last presidency. You cheated, and cheaters never prosper. 42 days until that meeting with all the presidents that are alive today. I've been hearing a lot about presidents that actually died and their doubles are doing. I have no idea who's really going to show up. I would like the authentic humans that are are supposed to be the presidents and the first ladies. I heard that Hillary Clinton was killed in 2017. Who knows what the truth is? I will let y'all know. I will let y'all know after we shoot our photo. Nothing is fake with Aaron Nicole. Nothing is fake. Everything in me is real. And that is why I believe the military respects me, chose to protect me. Sure, there's some that don't like me. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea when you get into a leadership position. It is what it is. I'm not bothered by that. But you will respect me. Because so many of you broke so many laws You embarrassed America, and I'm going to choose to forgive you. Despite the fact that you tried to destroy my family from the inside out by hacking into all of our devices in 2020. Every single one of them. Including my niece, who had to reschedule a test on Zoom for school. Like, how fucking low do you gotta get to mess with elementary kids and their grades? Like, seriously? How about let's all send all of our military over to China and hack into all of your school's students' cell phone devices and see how you like it when we mess with your education. Yeah, you wouldn't like that, would you? So get the fuck out of America and quit paying. Quit paying our political leaders and thinking that we're all just dumb. Like, hello, we weren't born yesterday. I have a lot of friends from all over the world. And nobody likes cheaters. And nobody likes communists. Nobody does. Why do you think your citizens dream of coming to America? Hello? Why do you think one of the richest Chinese families I was roommates with in college and her dad? Yeah, he left your nation. Why did he leave? Because he's a Christian. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed to practice his own faith in your nation because you're controlling, manipulative, and your dick is really small. Yeah, I said it. Get over it. It's really small. Your ego is small. Your attitude is really ugly. And the Lord doesn't like it. But he allows you to be yourself. He allows you to choose the free will. He allows you. And he has allowed many of you to harm the children of the world. For a certain appointed time. To gather enough evidence. For enough warriors, both men and women. To rise up against you. And against all the evil pedophiles of the world. That are stealing from the poor. Profiting off the children of the world. Children are not for sale. Now, Jesus himself did encourage us to forgive people. So I'm going to choose to forgive everybody that's stolen from me for the last three years. But the Lord told me not to cry for any of the people that were involved in trying to have me killed and trying to have my husband and me killed last year. Your names will be revealed in time. So watch your backs. And be on your best behavior. Nobody disrespects me moving forward. I'm a multi-trillion dollar asset. 42 days. Until I get my husband back. 42 days until we sign contracts. Exclusive. Lifetime. Commitment. Global. Mental Health Ambassador. Chief. Spiritual Officer of America. Nobody's going to retire me. Nobody's going to talk shit about me ever again. Especially if you're an American citizen. Especially if you are getting paid through American tax dollars. You want to talk shit about me? Move out of America and don't do business with America. I've been nothing but loving and kind. You've brought me to this point. You have chosen, if you're listening to this, and you are one of the people that was harming Me forcing me into fear because you force children into fear and then you drink their blood. You can't continue that pattern into my life and you aren't going to continue that pattern with children. Children are not for sale. You're not going to harvest their organs anymore. Guess what? You're going to deal with your sickness just like the rest of us. You're going to get on a wait list just like the rest of us. You're not going to get bumped up priorities because the Lord does not allow us to have any sort of favoritism everyone is supposed to be treated equally every single person and if anything if anybody is to be favored it's the poor if anybody is to be favored it is the least likely that society favors if someone pays you more money for a different level of service in your business that's different because you're offering different levels tiered services But you better make sure if you are a business owner in America or you're doing business in America that you offer modifications to lower socioeconomic status because that is the law. You have to provide something to the poor, whether it's free content, whether it's lower price point items, something. If you're not giving anything to the poor and you're just selling to the rich, that's your choice but guess what the rich when the bank accounts all get shut down because the internet goes down in november you're not going to have access to your money anyway and all the poor we're not going to be the ones losing our minds because we're used to struggling and not getting help from our government yeah we're used to helping each other out in the churches in the communities in the schools So you better start thinking about how you can help in your community. Step up and help a veteran. Step up and help a first responder that is putting their lives at risk. Every single day they put their uniforms on, stop taking advantage of the people that work for you and treating us all like slaves. When I get my contract signed, when my husband and I, because my husband has every title that I have. We share everything. We're not keeping all of our money. That's that's the beauty of it is that when you have more you can be more generous for other people. So we'll be collecting and growing our wealth for the next 3 years, give or take, and when on my 40th birthday forward, that's our commitment. Whatever money flows through Aaron Nicole Ministries, we will be giving 90% away to the poor directly. To the poor now, if we're giving a lot of money, we're going to have them sign a contract so that they're not going to do anything illegal with that money right because we you know some people get crazy with them, <laughs> and uh we don't desire for anybody to harm themselves or or to purchase anything that could harm themselves or others or anything like that. Uh, we desire to help the poor because that's what Jesus told us to do, and you might not understand that if you didn't grow up with a sibling, there are some people that are just only children. If you were born in China back in the day, they didn't allow for families to have more than one kid. In the last few years, since they got closer to the pandemic, right, they started allowing for parents to have as many kids as they wanted because they knew, because all the dark evil leaders of the world knew that there was going to be a bunch of people that were going to die. And so they're like, well, we don't want our race to be completely erased off the face of the earth. So we might as well start procreating. <laughs> That's, I imagine, I didn't hear these conversations. It's just how I imagine it was going on. Um, anything else, Father, about siblings? Matthew 3.3, 3, he says. Matthew 3.3. 3. So Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. Matthew 3.3. 3. John the Baptist prepares the way. Matthew 3.3. 3. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Keep reading. Okay. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey, <clears throat> so he ate bugs. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea, And the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath, produce fruit in keeping? With repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I whose sandals i am not fit to carry he will baptize you with the holy spirit and with fire his winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his thresh threshing floor gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff until unquenchable fire what i really liked about that part was um back at verse 10 the axe is already at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire so if if you think of it as an analogy for a tree that's producing good fruit as a human that is showing evidence of the fruit of the spirit right love joy peace patience kindness goodness self-control long suffering if you are not showing you're not producing any good fruit you're going to be thrown in the fire. You're going to die. You're, you're a sign that will be done on this earth. All of us. All of us are going to die. right? Our physical body will die at some point. right? We can't get away from that or taxes. Unless you're the mega rich. Then you just sacrifice some children. Anyways. Uh, we don't encourage that. Uh, that was a terrible joke. If you're not producing good fruit. If you're not doing anything to be a better human being why are you here why are you here right there are people that are mute there are people that have cognitive delays that are producing good fruit because they are helping their families or their communities to be more compassionate and kind now there are many people that have spirits of division within them demonic spirits within them right back in the day they used to think it would be a good idea to just destroy people that had mental illness, to sh- destroy people that had cognitive delays. And they're still doing it today. What do you think the whole movement for abortion is? Parents can do genetic testing of their children and decide whether or not before the child is even born, they want the child to be born or not based on a genetic prediction, a DNA prediction of whether or not they're going to have cognitive delays. I am so grateful my parents didn't have those kinds of tests because I was a mute child from abuse that I was receiving in secret in private, which is extremely common in the world. I was quiet. I wasn't speaking. I ha- I was delayed in reading and now I'm 42 days away from winning the global ambassadorship of mental health responsible for 1.56 billion people in the world with depression. I've developed over 51 alternative therapies and over 100 songs, just 93 in the last three years. That's the Holy Spirit working through me. Imagine if I would have been killed in utero. You need to think about what is it? What is it about this life? What's my purpose on this life? Is my purpose to encourage people to harm children? Is my purpose to encourage people to make pro-choices or un-pro-choices? You have to think about what is going on in the world as a whole. And how can you add value? How can you make it better? Maybe you can't fix the whole world, but maybe you can fix your heart and be a kinder person to your family, right? If you're, if you're a young person listening to this, I do apologize for all the cursing. Ask your parents what words you're allowed to say at all. not want to negatively influence you to start cursing at school and getting in trouble. If you are a young person listening to this show... And you're trying to figure out why... Why am I depressed? Why am I struggling in my classes? Why Why can't I make good friends? Well, a lot of us struggle with those things at times. Why am I arguing all the time with my brother or with my sister? right, Or with my cousins, right? None of us have ever survived a pandemic in our lifetimes. None of us. Anybody listening to the podcast... Nobody has ever been through what we've been through. So nobody can really truly give you advice without also needing their own. So give yourself grace. If you're struggling right now, reach out for help, right? Well, ask yourself, what am I struggling with? Write down your pros and cons list, right? What I'm struggling with and what am I really good at, right? Because if you can identify what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are, you're already a thousand percent ahead of most other people what is it that you enjoy doing right what is it that you enjoy spending time doing is it is it that you enjoy spending time with your family okay well maybe you could figure out a way to improve your community by spending time with your family maybe you can create a game night for your neighbors right i mean you can Meet and mingle and play games and get to know them, and everybody brings a dish, right? Or a little, uh, like a potluck style thing. Everybody brings, like, a little side dish. Maybe somebody's making spaghetti, and everybody brings, you know, salad or dessert or whatever, or drinks or whatnot. And uh, you have fellowship with, with your neighbors, right? We all were forced into isolation for a year, and now they're trying to have us do it again. Because they're releasing diseases on purpose to kill off a bunch of people. To cause sicknesses in people. Because they didn't know how to fix the population problem. So they just decided amongst themselves, this is what's going to solve it. And the Lord allows things to happen that doesn't make sense to us. Why, If He's a good God, then why would He allow it to happen? Well, because He gives us eternity. None of us are promised A certain number of days none of us know our last day on this earth and the Lord doesn't favor anybody he loves us all equally the same he gives us free will he allows us to make our own decisions on earth and to choose how we desire to leave this earth I desire and I made the desire at a very young age to lead my life with love and that love, I identified as the, the love that Jesus Christ identified. And he simplified it for all of us to love your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if you are a depressed person, that means that sometimes when, you, when your depression is worse, that you might struggle with loving yourself. You might struggle with self-harm thoughts. That's normal. It's okay. What are you going to do about it though? You don't and you shouldn't take action on those thoughts. Give yourself grace that those thoughts are just fleeting by. Identify activities that bring you joy, whether it's spending time with others or spending time with yourself, spending time with the Lord, spending time with Buddha, whoever you, you believe in, pray to, right? Um, in our household, we worship the Holy Trinity. And I'm in his bloodline, so I can't deny, even if, even if someone tried to say, you're not, and they burned all the history death records, right? They could do that. They did that for a lot of veterans. They burned a bunch of VA records um, in the 70s, my husband told me. Lots of things happen in life, but the Lord knows where you come from. You come from him. That's what we believe here in our household. He designed you uniquely, very specifically. Before, before you were even in your mother's tummy, or in the petri dish. Right? There's all kinds of I'm not laughing at you if that if you were a petri dish baby. There's all kinds of s- supernatural, scientific things that advances in medicine have allowed for. You could be uh, born from a surrogate. Right, if if it's too high risk for a mother to give birth to you. I'm going to read you the Holy Spirit's reminding me of Psalms 139. This is a great one when, when my depression is, uh, is rough. I read this one often. You have searched me. Excuse me. Oh, Lord, you have searched me, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down you are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue you know it completely O lord you hem me in behind and before you have laid your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain where can i go from your spirit where can i flee from your presence if i go up to the heavens you are there if i make my bed in the depths you are there And know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. No matter how difficult your circumstances might seem, don't give up. Don't give up today. Don't give up tomorrow. Don't give up ever. And if you're having arguments with your family, just know that everything is forgivable. If you are willing to forgive and show mercy, he will show you mercy. I've forgiven my eldest sibling. I chose to forgive him when I was 14 years old. He was getting kicked out of the military. He had protected his buddies that had made poor choices. He wasn't going to be a snitch because he grew up in the hood and you don't... Snitches get stitches. That's how we were raised. And... Real real hood, like real I mean we're talking gangs, like my brother survived a lot of stuff that young boys, young men shouldn't ever have to be afraid about on his tennis team when he was a freshman, he accelerated, he was very good, uh, and our our high school was nine through twelve, so I was. I think, nine years old. He's seven years older than me, so he was a freshman, so he probably was 14 or 15, and then I was seven years younger than that. Yeah, so I was about maybe seven or eight. And he was transported from, I think my mom took him to the high school because he was so good at tennis that he made it, he qualified on to the tennis team, and the tennis team took first in state. He got to compete in state two of the seniors from the tennis team they got stupid halloween night they decided to egg some houses innocent harmless stupid behavior that boys do boys do stupid stuff when they're teens but was it worth killing them over throwing eggs at people's houses apparently this gentleman in our neighborhood that's what he chose to do he got he got his shotgun out and he murdered my brother's friends he learned you don't snitch on your buddies because you protect your buddies at all costs and people made poor choices in the military and he turned them in days later because he had conviction in his heart he was thrown in the brig in the military while dealing with a woman that he had impregnated and he was going to marry her and she decided to have an abortion without asking him. After he told our whole family he was so excited to be a dad. And the military didn't give a shit about him. The military has fucked with my family my whole life. My mom's brother wasn't supposed to go to Vietnam. He was the only man to carry grandma's last name. They don't give a shit about American citizens. They don't give a shit about the working poor and the middle class. Trump does. President Trump does. And his security team, they listened. He listened to me. I only met one from each party, and they chose to protect me. They chose to look out for me. Sure. Some of their team members were talking shit about me. I give zero fucks about what you think of me, in my opinion. I know what the Lord says about me and my family. I forgave my brother. I emailed him while he was in the brig, while he was dealing with. I would never, ever wish anybody to have an abortion in their family. Can you imagine the pain that a man goes through when he is about to have a child and then the woman goes and handles business and murders the person inside of her? That is what pro-choice is. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't call it something, anything that it isn't. When you kill a child, you are a murderer. Sure, there are instances of women getting pregnant, and then dying while giving birth, guess what? That's a part of life. That is a part of life. There are so many women that have suicidal ideations after having an abortion. How about you talk about that reality in your pro-choice content? I forgave my oldest brother for all of the harm he caused in me, the brain damage that he caused I mean, I made the conscious decision because I was seeing a therapist. We only had three sessions. That's all that was covered under my dad's insurance. And I felt like I was a burden because that's what people with depression feel like. And if you've been struggling for two weeks or longer, I mean really struggling, where you're having either self-harm thoughts, you're feeling like a burden, You're stopping doing things that you used to enjoy doing and spending time with your friends. Maybe you're isolating yourself. You're just not acting like your normal, joyful self. Maybe you're listless. Maybe you're having a difficult time getting out of bed. You don't want to shower. These are warning signs. I want to encourage you to get up out of bed. Start moving your body. Get walking outside. Call a friend or a family member that always makes you laugh. Get into funny TV shows or YouTube if you're like, you know, on the online thing or whatever or some sometimes there's positive videos on the on the TikTok. Um the the team that uh is in power right now, they don't allow me to be on TikTok. They erased all of my record for logging into my device. So I am completely controlled and manipulated by the powerful men that run our nation. They allow me, whenever they allow me, to be on whatever social media platforms. And I trust them. I trust our military because they look out for me. you got to pay attention to who owns what platform and what information are they getting off of you in exchange for you watching their stuff. I choose to spread love around the world. The appropriate love of the father, not the inappropriate love that pedophiles have and they think is love. True love comes from the Father. He desires for all of us to worship Him and to not have sex. That's the highest tiered level of a spiritual connection to the divine. That is why in the Catholic faith, the fathers and the nuns make a devotion to the church, to God, to not have sex, but many break rules in secret, in private. Right? That's why there's stories of people not liking the church, right? Because humans are fallible creatures. That's why we should have accountability everywhere. I've had accountability for the last three years of this contest. 24-7 monitoring of my device. And that's fine if you're not going to steal from me. But what I've experienced is people illegally hacking in and stealing my intellectual properties and then covering it up and telling everybody that I'm just mentally insane. That's not acceptable. And my husband, when he and I married last year, that broke the contract. And everybody knows it, so they made a new one. And these evil people that are a part of the Illuminati... They tried to have my husband and me killed last year. So my husband and I had to live apart with zero communications when he tried to retire from the group that protects all the presidents because of the level of disrespect that people have for Trump in America. The nasty pedophiles that are getting paid. They're either a pedophile or they are profiting off of the business. It is the largest, fastest-growing, most profitable business, dark, evil business in the world. The Sound of Freedom movie is real. They marked me in 2018. I didn't know until 2020. But that wasn't the beginning of it. The enemy has been attacking my family our whole lives. Because the enemy chose darkness. The enemy came from the Father. Lucifer, whatever you want to call Baphomet, Baal, he has many names. He is the accuser. He will divide families. He has divided many families in America on purpose through the evil personifications of the CCP of China, because many of those people are evil. But the, it's not just from China. It's, it's, evil is everywhere. If people are profiting off of harming children, and it's illegal, they have to cover it up. You have to think about this. So they will pay you. And they did that to a lot of my people that used to be in my circle that are no longer. They paid them. When they were no longer of use to them, they killed them. That is what evil people do. But there is a hope beyond all hope, and his name is Jesus Christ. We don't desire for anybody else in America or anywhere to be killed. We don't desire for anybody to harm children. That is the lion, though. These people, they desire to continue. That is what Maui is really about. They tried to create a new Epstein Island. They're trying to cover up the truth, they're trying to make all of the people that are involved at the top is financial tiered level look like they are saving the island and digging into the trenches and helping out. No. What's that, Father? He says, Talk about Oprah Winfrey. What about her? I think I said that before on the show. You want me to say it again? He says, Yes, say it again. She is in the Illuminati. She has been for 17 years. He revealed that to me. She will be in the meeting October 17th. She's not going to be doing it anymore. She's not going to be using her money and her power and her influence. She's not going to be getting people to download and purchase gummies, weight loss gummies, that are really probably ingredients of children. Or ways of causing people to die slowly. Sure, you can have weight loss, but extreme weight loss isn't recommended ever. And I tried to find the researchers when your team sent the articles to me the day before it was released to the public. I know you see me as an influencer, but I will not be promoting anything that doesn't have safety factors in place for the masses, for I'm a child of the Most High King. I choose to be an influencer of good. I cannot be purchased. My husband said everybody has a price. My price is love. I choose love. Love of the Father. And the whole military knows it. All the security teams have watched me for three years. Every single email, text message, phone call, everything. They've monitored because this contest. They needed to know. Who? Who is a noble citizen that deserves to be this person in the world? And I'm sure they communicate with the other nations, right? Because they communicate amongst themselves. If I'm going to be in a leadership position responsible for 1.56 billion people with depression, they need to know. They need to know that they are representing and allowing me to represent real humans, and be a good leader for these people around the world. And they selected me in 2020, but they had to test me in every single possible way. Forcing me into homelessness three times, almost four in the last three years, blocking me from making money, forcing me to change jobs, trying their best to get me. To steal information off of each other's political party regimes. Trying to force me to be a spy for both political parties. I refused. That's why both parties got submitted to the cyber FBI (laughs) crime website. Hey, I tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. But it was Trump's team that covered and protected me the whole time. And they didn't try to control me and make me be something that i'm not they loved me as i am because they respect their leaders on their team and i married the leader the top guy yeah I, i'm hugely blessed i'm hugely blessed and he knew he knew my story i shared Everything that I could with him for as much time as we were allowed to be together. As friends, as strangers that became friends. He fell in love right away. And then uh, it took me about a year to come to the conclusion that he had made early on. (laughs) And he allowed me to be myself. And he allowed me to honor all veterans and first responders in, in our ministries that I launched because of his kindness And that's why the Democratic Party was so upset, because they tried to use me as an informant. They tried to use me as a spy. They tried to cover up the truth that they were involved at all. And then they tried, when I married the man they sent me to, then they tried to kill us. Like, come on. You made poor choices. This is the top-trained assassin of America. (laughs) Did you not think he was going to plan for all of your attacks and protect his wife at all costs? We had to pretend like we hated each other for like a year, year and a half. And many of his buddies, I think they really did not like me very much because they didn't know what was going on. It's... The CCP is evil, and they've infiltrated America. We're going to destroy all of their cell phones and all of their towers. I can't wait. I can't wait for the meeting to take place. I can't wait. And when the Internet goes down in November, a lot of people are going to be brought to their knees, crying out to the Lord above all lords. They're going to be crying out for the families. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be thirsty. They're going to be desperate. And the Lord will provide for his children. He will not provide for any of the people that have harmed the children of the world. So make sure you're helping out the poor. Make sure you are connecting to veterans and first responders in your communities. And ask them how you can be of service to them because they are the most sensitive populations in the world for depression and suicidal ideations and they are the least supported. Because we expect them to be strong warriors. But they have to deal with chronic stress and death and violence every day and they get paid, most of them get paid real crappy. So this is my service to help them. And uh, right now we're offering free prayers for our first responders in my county. And I say we're, uh, it's just me right now. I, I don't have my husband here, so I'm just trying my best to keep my mind on positive things. I've had zero income coming in since like July 8th. I had my last paycheck, it was like $15 from a car accident. That I survived. And the insurance companies have completely blocked my income. And I had an interview today with this company. It's like a staffing agency. And they said their sister was in a car accident. it took her three years to get any money from the car insurance companies. What is wrong with the picture? Why do we pay car insurance every month? And it's against the law for us to not be insured. And we can get a ticket from the police for not being insured. But they don't have to pay us when we are experiencing a car accident. I haven't been able to get any medical treatment. All I had was my x-rays, and I had to even wait for that because they denied me my appointment. It's bullshit. It's straight-up bullshit discrimination against me because I'm poor. And I could have told the lady, Look, you're discriminating against me. I couldn't believe what she was doing. I couldn't believe it. So I allowed her, like my husband trained me, allow people to be themselves and just document it. There's going to be a big lawsuit to a bunch of organizations. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm. The Lord provides for His children, and He rebounds the attacks back onto the enemy. So if you desire to have a personal relationship with the Lord... you can call on him day or night and have an actual like relationship with him not just like oh please save me in this crisis right but like he'll guide you in every single step of your journey every single day in every single moment he desires to spend time with you to love you to bless you and to give you an outstanding abundant life it's a free gift nobody can charge you for it you can't earn it He gives it to those who truly believe and speak these words out loud. So repeat after me if you haven't done it yet. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it. I can't buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son. Jesus Christ, Father, I know I'm not perfect. I desire to be a better human though every day. To grow closer to you and how you desire your children to live in the world father come into my heart and never leave my side i pray this in your heavenly name amen if you just prayed that prayer for the first time we want to welcome you to the family your next steps are to get plugged into a bible-based church you want to keep god first place and um any ask father Okay, he said yes. Ask them to show up to the court date. If you're listening to this, I would like the room completely filled with supporters of veterans, spouses, veterans, and people that protect children from abuse. If you're available, September 15th, 9 a.m., Montgomery County Courthouse in Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, there is a parking lot that um, you... Uh, You have to pay. That's across the street. There's street parking that's like 25 cents for every 10 minutes. It says 9 a.m. There might be multiple people all scheduled at 9. I'm not sure how long it's going to go. I've never had to deal with this before, and hopefully this is the first and last time. Um, I need as many people to show up to support as possible. Um, Thank you. Thank you, and uh, I praise the Lord for providing a perfect environment for a big turnaround story and for Him to speak through me, to advocate for myself, and uh, I'm hoping that it'll be one time where I have to go to court because I'm trying to start new jobs. It's interrupted my whole life. My income has been cut off. almost three months now we're three days away from zero income coming in for three months other than emergency money that my mom had to dip into her savings for when my husband should be covering and providing for our family but they tried to kill us last year like i've dealt with so much bullshit for this stupid contest like get over yourselves bunch of cheaters cheaters never prosper but it is what it is we had to allow them to Reveal their loser behavior selves so that people can vote him out of office Or allow him to finish his tenure And then then we all agree And we all remember and tell all of our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren The worst presidency ever, right? Worst ever And then uh, we'll never have this happen again Until the next pandemic <coughs> All right. Uh, Anything else, Father? Okay. He says to call your siblings and tell them you love them. Love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.